Welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. Here's your hosts, Elizabeth and Jeremy Lee. Hey everybody, Happy New Year. It's 2021 and this is the Ministry to Parents podcast, the podcast for church leaders that helps you build a ministry to parents. I'm Jeremy Lee. And I'm Elizabeth Lee. Thank you so much for joining in. We are kicking off a new series today called Ministry Interrupted. And we've titled it that because pretty much all of our lives have been interrupted and it's called a global pandemic. And I you know, have to joke about it because I think there's a whole, there's just so much seriousness to it, obviously. I mean, we, we, we're all struggling with it, whether it be physically, um, the loss of people, the loss of jobs, um, uh, the loss of time. But also, I just think that as church leaders in particular, it has shifted the way we in the modern day church have been living out church. And so I know we've heard from so many of you as we do our annual survey, you've said, I have been trying to figure out how do I do a ministry online? I've never had to do this before and I need help. So we created this eight, eight part series. We're going to have eight podcasts on the topic and it's just called Ministry Interrupted. And we're going to take you through the details of how to do virtual ministry. Yeah, it's been uh, 2020 and uh, still through 2021 until we see some relief. The world has been thrown into crisis, and that is in its own way uh, just stressful for all of us. But it's also thrown the church into change, Uh, you know, and really depending upon where you live, uh, your restrictions are either really, really heavy or uh, or maybe even a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. but there still are restrictions nonetheless, and it's forced the church to have to, like on the fly, right. <laughs> get virtual, right. get digital. Wing it. Oh. Uh, and just and, and do new things. So the world's in crisis, where, and, and, and I always say this about you guys that are listening as church leaders, you're no different than the firefighters, the policemen, the first responders. You you run to the crisis. You have a role to play when the world's in crisis. You you're there to help people, but at the same time, you're dealing with that personally. But then the methods by which you go to help people were completely turned upside down because you couldn't meet uh, in your buildings. And for so many of us, that's been kind of the bread and butter. So we were forced to change, but inside of every change is an opportunity. I believe that with all my heart. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we're wanting to lead towards today is where are those opportunities and how can we make these shifts? Yes. And, you know, one of the first things that came to mind um, as I've been researching and studying um, is one of the first shifts you can make that it kind of forces is that for all this time, the the leader, the teacher must become the student because now it's like, oh, I'm so busy leading. I now have to, I'm forced to learn this thing called Zoom or mm-hmm. learn, you know, normally it's just the IT guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's their department. But, you know, the IT guy, you know, their world has been rocked, but it's like they can't be in everybody's homes and they can't help you figure out Zoom and breakout rooms and, uh, Google and group chats and and so it's forced 
uh, leaders who have kind of for 10, 20, 30 years been doing, they, they know what they're doing. And you guys know this, like you're, you've been rocking it out, getting it done. You had a rhythm and then all of a sudden it got interrupted. And now technology is just sitting and staring you in front of the face and you're going, okay, I've got to deal with you. I got to figure you out. So I think that that's one of the first things that, uh, I guess, we have to reconcile or accept is that we can't go here. We can't do a virtual online digital ministry unless we're willing to accept that technology has to be our friend. And it's here to stay. Even after uh, we all hope and pray and believe that there will be a time where COVID is not going to be something that we talk about and deal with every single day. But even after that, uh, the world has adjusted. Um, and everyone has adjusted in how they interact with us as a church. And they expect a digital experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may have different, I know that there's no way, uh, the amount of people that listen to this podcast, there's no way that some of you, that you all feel the same about digital church For experiences sure. or digital parent ministry or connecting and reaching out to people online. But this is what we can know, no matter how, what opinion we have personally, we can know that it's here to stay. There's going to be a digital aspect to every part of what we do in ministry. We're going to have to be thinking in person and digital. Mm -hmm. So I think what a lot of us are hoping is we can get past COVID so we can kick the digital back and make it like the the little steps kid over (laughs) there that are, I'm sorry, that was mean step kids. The, the side, the side uh, strategy over here that we'll just do, you know, it's kind of an add on type thing. But here's the thing. It's not an add-on anymore. Now it is a legit thing that we have to strategize and think through. Yes. And, you know, one of the things, because you and I run a digital company, Ministry to Parents, I don't know um, if you guys know this as church leaders, but Ministry to Parents is 100% digital. Like, we do not print paper. (laughs) And so one of the things that uh, in accepting the digital piece is that doing work virtual and online, it requires planning. Yeah. Like where I think when, when you're operating in person and I think like youth leaders, like, Oh, it's Friday night. Hey, everybody, let's go to Sonic after, or Hey, let's do this. Or, you know, you can kind of, let's go. Um, if you're working with children's families, let's all go grab some lunch on Sunday after church. Right. And, and you can wing a lot of it cause it is relational, but when it comes to technology and doing things digitally, you can still be relational, but it has to be planned. Yeah, because because one of the key points of doing an online parent ministry is consistency. Uh, there are so many things in our lives during this COVID thing that are inconsistent. Uh, you know, are they going to school? Are they not? Are they going to play this game? Are they not? Are we going to get out of lockdown? Are we not? And it just goes back and forth and back and forth. Uh, one of the gifts that we can give to parents digitally is that hey, uh, unless there's a blackout across the world, the internet's still going to be working and we can still show up consistently. So that consistency that you're missing from your weekly programming at church, you can bring that digitally. An example of how our M2P members do it is they take our parent videos, our online parent classes, and they uh, take the pre-written emails and they send those regularly to parents without fault. And what that does, whether they open it or not, they're seeing, hey, our church is still consistently showing up in our inbox, trying to reach us regularly. That makes such a difference in an inconsistent world when we show up consistently digitally. But that means you got to have a lot of content. You got to, and you got to either create it or partner to get it. 
Yes, and 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 that's where the planning piece comes in because that's not something it just requires. I guess the thinking intentionality requires intentionality. You know, so the, some of the things we've covered so far is it's time to embrace technology where you got to become the learner once again, not just the teacher or the leader, but you got to mm-hmm. become the student, and uh, it's time to plan and think out ahead and stay consistent with it. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the tips we've covered so far. Yeah. Uh, can I offer another one? Yeah. I, I would say the next thing is to have a, 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 a multifaceted approach. Uh, and what I mean by that is uh, we all learned pretty quickly when we started trying to minister in the age of COVID. Everybody was like, well, let's just do our weekly programming on Zoom. Everybody will show up and it'll be awesome. But we consistently hear inside of the Facebook groups with other ministry friends and from our members, the struggles of getting people, because there is just a Zoom fatigue, and we all (laughs) understand that. Um, And so we've got to do it in different ways. Um, So this is kind of where you have to think almost like a digital marketer, and I, I, I dip my toe into that world too. And one piece of content can be used in 10 different formats. Uh, one piece of content can become a blog post. It could be a social media post. It could be a text, kind of like, "Hey, uh, I uh, I was thinking about your family lately, and I thought about this uh, article. I wanted to send a link and just let you know I've been thinking and praying for you." You offer a resource, you offer some help, and you let them know you're thinking of them. It's it's personal, so uh, it could be a YouTube video. It could be, and so what I would say is, uh, it may not be having to create all this amazing mm-hmm. content because mm-hmm. I think one of the pivots the church quickly made was they became content producers. Mm -hmm. And now I'm seeing worship teams make like full on worship team videos. And I'm seeing churches work and invest in their online production and all of that. I'm not saying that none of that is bad. I think it's just a lot of work. It's a lot of time. Yes. And it's a lot of energy. And now that we've done that, the temptation is going to be to become like a TV studio. And um, I would encourage you to think differently Mm -hmm. and to make amazing content and put it out in different channels Channels. through social media, online channels, and, and distribute it in many different ways. And another thing to add to that is that this is a great chance to feature the families in your church. So when you're putting out that content in multiple ways, Start introducing, I don't know, call it a get to know a family, like start introducing a family to other families because this, people are now paying attention to the stuff you're sending digitally, Yes, right? And so it's a chance to digitally introduce them to each other. So maybe one day when they come back, they'll be like, oh, I actually know who that is because they mm-hmm. were in that email that one time. <laughs> we see a lot of our members profiling their uh, parents and uh, families on their social media channels and uh, through emails and other things like that. And you're right. What it's doing is it make it's making things personal. Um, it's creating. We we t- I talk a lot about um, setting up, uh, being like a tour guide and setting up experiences for people um, within families and between families. This is what that looks like uh, online, introducing folks to each other and setting up those potential relationships. That's a great great thing. Um. You know, one of the things I thought about as, uh, and again, it depends on like you, like you said, it was so 
well on point it really depends on what part of the country you're in on how often you're where you are on the spectrum or the scale of having a, a virtual digital ministry but one of the things that I have found with because I will tell you this working and running and owning a digital company one of the things I struggle with is I'm extremely relational extremely personal and I like that one-on-one interaction and depth and conversation and you don't get a lot of feedback when you are running a digital company or if for you as church leaders if you're running a digital ministry you're not going to get a lot of feedback and it's really hard because you can't engage you're not or at least you can't engage you don't engage the way you're used to so one Mm. of the ways I've had to adapt and uh to get feedback you know to know if things are working is I know this seems so silly but it's actually really worked for our company and I think it might help you is you can't underestimate the power of survey monkey like it's free uh if you just do 10 questions and um and you do you know you can figure it play it out but it's it's you have a free account you can have up to 10 questions but you can have multiple surveys and it's just a chance to send it out and say hey to my families um i mean you could do all sorts of questions you could send it to uh, families of elementary kids to middle schoolers high schoolers um you could ask them about their needs or you could say hey uh, do you prefer email do you prefer text um to for me to contact you while you're in quarantine or however i mean there's there's just so many ways, and I think the Survey Monkey or something similar allows you to get feedback from people digitally, and it's a way to hear what's working and what's not working. I love that. I think um, you're right. There are so many times in running a digital company that you and I look at each other and go, are, are, are people even out there? What, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Is this working? We can see test, test. we can see you hitting the website. <laughs> we we see people downloading stuff, but but we're we're looking for that feedback. And sometimes it's you're so vulnerable with it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my goodness, what's going on? And I know as you go virtual, you guys must feel that. And 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 I would beg you to resist the whole let's stop doing this because we don't hear from people. Because that doesn't mean just because yes. you're not hearing from people doesn't mean it's not effective. It just means that they're not taking time out of their busy it's lives to, to write respond, you back. say great job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, and I would say this uh, when it comes, I love that you brought up being personal because being personal for me is a huge aspect because I just believe churches all over the world overnight became digital content creation uh, just machines. And this is what we've learned because we've lived in the ministry space and the content space for quite a long time. So we want to share this with you because you can't do a virtual parent ministry without giving content at some point, but digital content can either, uh, can either lead to a virtual experience or a personal experience. Very important. I think to make that distinction, a virtual experience is actually what's going on with a lot of our kids in uh, in this generation is they've kind of opted out of personal experiences and, and personal connections and real life memories and moments. And they've opted into the virtual ones, which uh, we all understand the downside of that is uh, there's this lack of connection, which leads to loneliness. Um, we can do that as well. We can create all these moments that people can experience virtually, but there's never a connection on the other side. Uh, and there's such an opportunity digitally. Social media, is, uh, the first name is social. Uh, this digital experience can lead to personal connections. That is virtual ministry. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so be careful to not make the best t- out. If I had a choice between having the most produced, beautiful TV show that would win me a, mm-hmm. an Emmy mm-hmm. or having a less quality production, mm-hmm. but uh, connecting with more per- people on the other side, I would take that every day as a church leader because mm-hmm. I'm not here to try to win Emmys. So to, that was really good. So to wrap this up, we wanted to share uh, these six little tips with you. Um, one is just embrace the technology. It's here to stay. And that is going to invite all of us into that growth mindset of we become a learner again, um, a student. Second, uh, we have to plan ahead of time. Third, what we plan, stay consistent. Uh, fourth, have a multifaceted approach. Uh, you don't have to work. I was thinking as you're talking about it, you don't have to work harder. You can work smarter, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so you can take that one piece of content and use it multiple ways. On many platforms. On many platforms. Yeah. And then five is make it personal leading into six, which is uh, make it personal by engagement, like figuring out how to invite families to engage back. It's not just you sending out a connection, but it's inviting them to have a connection back. Mm -hmm. And it's a two way street there instead of it just because, you know, you're talking about that virtual. I'm just here to send out what I need to send out but it's I'm inviting you to respond back so we have a connection and then eventually helping families connect to each other with get to know a family or you know or here here's their social media handles and um, connect with them there and and so these six tips we just we hope uh, uh, there this is one of eight episodes uh, that we have in this series called ministry interrupted and we just hope this um, equips and empowers and encourages you to uh, just keep going in in the circumstances and uh, the scenario that we're in. And I think when COVID broke out and we saw the church making this transition, we looked at each other and said, we're built for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in ministry to parents, uh, M2P member, what we do when we partner with churches, one of the things we do is we bring that content. We help you with that because we understand, trust me, we do this every day. We understand quality content for parents is not easy to create. And we've been doing that for 10 years and mm-hmm. we've helped thousands of churches with it. So that means we uh, we have a unique opportunity to run into this crisis and help you guys help the people in your churches. And that's what we're here to do. Now, we want you to be able to experience this for free. So we created a site that you can check out, ministrytoparents.com forward slash free. That'll get you a couple of free videos, a couple of resources. You can see the kind of stuff we offer, and you can begin using it and practicing some of the things we talked about in this episode. And because we know that church budgets are so different, we've actually created uh, stores where you can just do one-time products. So if you say, hey, I can't afford a membership every month, that's why we created a store. So you could just do a one-time purchase of of, a product specifically, like we have parent videos, 30 for parents of children. We have 30 for parents of teenagers. It's just a one-time purchase, and you can have all those videos available to send to your parents. And you can access that on ministrytoparents.com, then just click shop. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Yes, we have just uh, enjoyed getting to talk about this because this is uh, just so important in the transition of the digital space. And it is our honor and our privilege. Uh, like Jeremy said earlier, we uh, this is the thing we love to do. We run a digital company. And so it's really kind of fun to help all these church leaders go digital. It's mm-hmm. like, yay, we can help with this. Welcome to our so, world. Yeah, and, and we're here to support you. You are not alone. So thank you for joining in today on this podcast. It's ministry to Parents podcast. 
where we help church leaders build a ministry to parents. Thanks for joining in, and we'll see you next episode. You've been listening to the M2P Podcast. To download free parent resources, go to ministrytoparents.com.